The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamualaikum and welcome to the book club show on Inspire 105.1 FM. My name is Imrana Mahmood and today I am delighted to be joined by some wonderful guests. And we're going to do... Um, talking about actually two different things so obviously books because this is the book club show but also we're going to be intertwining it with conversations about getting active um and i have to say that i think this is actually quite good timing because we start well many of us i think start making new year's resolutions um you know come come as soon as we're getting near the end of the year and what we're going to plan for the next year so i think this is a perfect time to start making those intentions um so i have with me in the studio today i'm joined by dr walid manan and dr yasmin begum and they are part of the revolution group and dr walid is the founder and um this is basically a group which is open to um there's for men and for women and it's about getting active and doing lots of running walking and various other things which is actually fantastic um so i'll be talking to them today about about the group and also some of their book recommendations and things that they enjoy reading so hopefully by the end of today's show you'll have big big motivation to get involved and get active but also also hopefully have some more books and titles to add to your reading list so that would be excellent um so i'm going to start we're going to delve straight in and i'm going to ask um dr walid what was the inspiration um, behind setting up Revolution? Assalamu alaikum and Rana and to all your listeners and thank you for having us on your show. Um, thank you so much, yeah. I think this bit is uh, sometimes, you know, things happen, there's no plan. Sometimes you uh, organically contrive things to happen. So I think going back to how it started, Probably in 2019, I think I was in my own fitness journey. I was probably five, six years into probably gymming three times a week, along with cardio and weights. And um, we happened to go on this kayaking outing, a few friends of us, along with the YMO Trust, probably about 40 everyday people. So Joe Blocks, you know, right, off, sure. the, off the street. So mm-hmm. and it was a fun day out. And uh, as I'm looking around, I'm thinking, well, I'm in this current world of sticking to fitness regime, eating, training. And I'm looking at these everyday people who are having much more fun Mm -hmm. uh, joining in. And yet other times they never would. And I said, well, okay, maybe, you know, the approach to getting more people involved in a similar event. So they were doing Mm -hmm. kayaking that day. And I was thinking Love Luton is coming up and I'd already done the Love Mm -hmm. Luton the previous year. Mm -hmm. But how do I get these people involved? And what happens if I do like the way they did kayaking, but mm-hmm. in a group, uh, you know, selling as a, a big, jolly, fun, uh, have a laugh, friends, people from the community, mm-hmm. and dress it up as that. But actually, we're still doing uh, a running event. Yeah. And uh, so that's how it came to be that first year. We took, I think, about 102 people. Again, bear in mind, these are non-active people. Yeah, people of all shapes, sizes, ages, mm. um, going to do love loot on the that very first year, and of course, as that evolved, you realize that hang on, when it was over, that this whole movement where I was chasing people left, right, and center, sometimes coaxing, sometimes coercing, mm. whatever it took to get the numbers up, yeah. I thought it'd be such a shame to let this fizzle out. Mm-hmm. So we thought, okay, there's a huge health inequality in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, how can we address it using this uh, vehicle that we had mm-hmm. and keep this movement alive? And so we rebranded, called it Revolution, made our aims clear. We uh, mm-hmm. formalized all the volunteers. And it's a big group. Bear in mind, Revolution is now, what, nearly 600. We have about 20, 25 volunteers who regularly work really hard to keep it, uh, all the activities rolling over. Yeah. Um, but once that was done, we set proper aims uh, in place. So although, and just to clarify that, Revolution isn't a running group. I know a lot of people mistake us for just that. Sure. We do anything and everything that gets people mm-hmm. off the sofa. 
okay mm-hmm. that's it we whatever it says on the tin that's what it does yeah. if it takes uh go karting to get some people out and you'll find a younger crowd will be more interested in that mm-hmm. if it takes walking then we have walking groups on sundays and you'll find it's a different crowd a bit older maybe some people who've had injuries mm-hmm. uh, if it's running you've got the uh, a different crowd for running and you have the bikers we have the mountain bikers we even have gardeners believe it or not Mm-hmm. Gardeners came up came about because you know um during lockdown yes. you had a certain age people who mm-hmm. would normally work never engage in activity and I thought to myself you know these people are going to drive each other mad at home with their wives yeah, and their okay. children on lockdown yeah. how can I get them out now they were never going to come out for the physical side so I thought okay let's mm-hmm. start a gardening group and then it's, it's deshi gardening so it's home uh, old yeah, school okay. gardening Yeah. Um and of course between themselves there was enough of them to get motivated share the photos talk about techniques and they were out in the garden and if you recall him Rana that first yes. summer in lockdown was fantastic mm. yes so it really fitted uh, well with what needed to be done at that time yeah but going back to what revolution does we do anything and everything um mm. basically whatever it takes to get people out yeah 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 no and i think it's so lovely to to kind of just hear that journey and 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 also um the fact that yeah in terms of lockdown those connections and how to you know maintain those and to stay active obviously both um for kind of physical I, i guess from a physical perspective but also you know in terms of when we talk about mental health and well-being and how important obviously that is um and on that point i was just going to um ask Dr. Yasmin actually so could you um just share with us as well in terms of how your involvement began in in revolution um and i guess what's kind of um wh- where your passion i guess lies in terms of you know keeping the, the group going and, and inspiring others assalamu alaikum imrana Thank you for having me. Um uh that's a big question there. Um, <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll start off with um how I got involved. Mm. Um basically um I manage the women's only side of revolution mm. and um we're almost 300 ladies now. Um and we get together to take part in any form of physical activity. Mm-hmm. Um although it's mainly walking and running we do hiking and um other activities that we get together in a group for mm-hmm. um and um i got involved um right at the beginning when we just started a ladies whatsapp group because mm-hmm. there'd been a number of women inquiring with revolution mm-hmm. where's the ladies side yeah. um, and then we started and then within a matter of matter of weeks we had 100 ladies um and we just um started doing things and um that was back in june 2021 um and things have just um naturally evolved mm-hmm. um and now we have um regular um weekly activities mm-hmm. that happen for the women and um we find more and more things to get involved in so we do um group um uh activities like um, a charity run Mm-hmm. or um we had a sports day back in the summer mm-hmm. um and um it's just something that's naturally evolved to what the women wanted to do yeah um, and um really we, um we don't really have a leader mm-hmm. um the group is for everyone and everyone's got a part to play to suggest what they want to do mm-hmm. um so it's it's evolved um quite quickly over this last year and a half and we've had um a lot of achievements uh together um and it's been um it's been a, a fun journey for me yeah um, and i never thought i'd be here to be honest sure. but what's um pushed me is um when we did um we did the race for life event back in june mm. um and 40 of our women took part and we raised 5000 pounds for cancer research. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and it was just such a fun event. All the women who took part had such a good time. Mm-hmm. Um and I remember being there thinking, "Oh my god, this is so great." Mm-hmm. You know, this positivity, we we need to keep it going. Um so that pushed me 
to kind of keep pushing um, for things to happen, really. Yeah, and that's that's so uh, amazing to hear because I recall that I think the first time I came across um, Revolution was that sports day, and I thought, wow, this is so cool. I was, just, <laughs> you know, it was such a nice because I, you know, I, I saw the photos and I saw, you know, just that, um, the, the, you know, the, I guess there's two aspects. There's this idea of solidarity, like when it comes to Muslim yeah. women, especially like visible Muslim women. I mean, obviously you don't have to be, but it, it was just seeing, you know, because we don't see ourselves in the mainstream. And I think seeing those images, I think was so, so like lovely and endearing. Um, but yeah, and I think that was like, uh, you know, my initial thing is I really want to be a part of this. And I think that's so lovely that, you know, it's, um, I mean, I, I, I've had the opportunity to walk, you know, join on, on a couple of walks and, you know, and, and it is amazing because there's the show, social aspect of being able to make friends, but also know that actually we're doing it, you know, for our own selves in terms of, you know, um, health. And, you know, I mentioned obviously, you know, like well-being as well and, and, and those things. Um, and obviously, I, I guess just kind of linking that, we we know obviously the benefits in in exercise and in in, in running, walking, or whichever activity it is that you know people get involved in. Um, I'm also wondering though, to what extent, um, how much time then you both get to read? Because obviously, this is the book club show, so I'm going to pick on you to, to talk a little bit about your reading habits. So. Um, Maybe um, a Dr. Walid, um, is there anything in particular, like while you were growing up, is there a particular favourite book that you might have had? Well, I think, um, so I'm a lot older than both of you two. Mm. Going back, I think in the days when we I just were... want to say to the listeners, but you, you you wouldn't tell because, you know, it's, it's yeah, you, you don't look it. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a brand package coming your way. Um, <laughs> Great, that's so, why I put it. No, I'm joking. So when we were young, remember we had no mm. internet, we had no phones, um, mm. not all of us had TVs. Yeah. So the, we used to go down to the library, you know, the library in town that's still there. Mm, mm-hmm. So you would spend possibly mornings there, and they'd often sell books. You know, the old tatty books that they need to yeah. get rid of, and they'd be five pence and ten pence, and the expensive ones would be maybe twenty pence. Yeah. And I even used to have a little library of mine and I used to uh, make up little book cards and other people would come and they would borrow. And so I'd reenact the whole library in my own house. Mm. So I did a lot of reading. Mm. I have to admit, I don't read so much now because I just don't have the time. Mm. But my favorite book would be uh, Lord of the Rings because that was um, mm. at the time it was part of the curriculum. Right. Um, and most of my reading at that time used to be all about uh, fantasy, mm. escapism, uh, yeah. fiction, because uh, non-fiction never appealed to me. You know, there's enough misery in the world. You want to sure. read about the real world, just look out the window. You don't have to read about it. I know it doesn't apply, appeal yeah. to everyone, but I prefer mm. I prefer to completely lose myself in another world. Mm. Um, and that's why Lord of the Rings really works. Because yeah. it's, you know, world building. There's a term in um, gaming they also have about world mm. building. So... Mm. It's not just showing you the window that you look through, mm. but it's actually describing what you'd find beyond that and beyond that and beyond that. So mm. Lord of the Rings sets up the whole world in detail. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys have read it because there's um, mm. supplementary books on the Silmarillion and, uh, of course, mm. Hobbit came later. But yeah. there's so much uh, history behind that whole mm. folklore type thing. Yeah. So, and of course, it's long, it's epic. You know, yeah. when you read a really good book, you don't want to put it down. Yes, yeah. yeah. It goes on and on and <laughs> on and on. And of course, you get all of these different characters and there's subplots going on all over the mm-hmm. shop and they all converge at the end. Yes. So, as a kid, uh, for me, I loved all of that, you know, all of this yeah. prophecy and the chosen one and yeah. the good versus yeah. evil and the the little guy comes up on top. So mm. as a kid, it was Lord of the Rings. It changed yeah. later on. But, uh, no, yeah. I love I love that you've shared that. And I mean, I mean, to be honest, it's not a book that I've read. I've watched all the films. I know that doesn't count. I shouldn't even be advocating on the book no. club show to watch films. But <laughs> I do know people who have read it and absolutely loved it. And um, I know I remember my dad had a copy of The Hobbit as well. And um, so it was always, yeah, it was always something that I knew of. And, uh, and I, you know, so it, it's always... 
I think that kind of genre is always fascinating and, and, and is interesting. So, yeah, no, no, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and um, Dr. Yasmin, how about yourself? Um, so uh, are you asking for my childhood favourite? Yes, or? I'm going to start with your childhood favourite, oh, okay. please. So childhood favourite is um, I'm a bit of a commoner and I really, really loved Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yes. yes. Read it about a hundred times over and over <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, by Roald Dahl, and also its um, sequel, The Great Glass Elevator. Mm. <laughs> no, perfect. I know. Did you ever do that thing where then you'd every time you'd buy a chocolate, you were almost kind of hoping oh yes, that... I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we've all been there. No, no, that's really cool. I know, I know. That's definitely um, a popular one, and yeah, I, I would probably agree. I think I, I, I probably definitely read that more than once. Um, so I guess because we've just started talking about. Um, we touched upon obviously um revolution in terms of the group and you know helping and I guess empowering people to get active. Um and like you said, not necessarily um kind of waiting around for someone to lead. It is very much like you said, people making suggestions and, and kind of, you know, taking the initiative themselves, which I think is great. Um and obviously, you know, we were talking a little bit about reading as well. Um now both of you in terms of obviously, you know, in a professional sense. I mean, what do you think, you know, just for our listeners who might just thinking, oh, you know, don't have time to read or maybe don't have time, you know, to be active, what kind of um benefits can you share? Like, you know, something tangible that people can I guess we can kind of really understand and why we should drive ourselves to be able to make time for these things. Is it, you know, um maybe if I if I ask Dr. Yasmin first and I'll go to um Dr. Valid after. Um, okay, um, so uh, the benefits of taking part in any form of activity, you know, whether it's reading or walking or something a bit more strenuous like a team sport, mm. um, it's all really, um, it's all really about me time, isn't it? Mm. Because um, there's uh, that feeling of well-being that everybody wants to have, and that well-being comes from mental and physical well-being. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a huge positivity that comes from uh, taking part in such activities that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And um, when you do it in a group as well, um, with people that you can relate to, um, it's got that feeling of camaraderie, pushing mm-hmm. each other to do more, having support um, and having that um, space to talk to someone else um away from your normal day-to-day life so mm. all of those things um doesn't matter what the activity is doing mm. it with other people getting out of the house you know celebrating achievements together you know all these things um give that sense of well-being mm. um and it's like it's a bit like when um we take that time out to do our prayers mm. you know you, you your connection with allah five times a day and you feel better within yourself Mm -hmm. so in the same way um enjoying an activity um whether you're on your own or with others you have that feeling of accomplishment and achievement um and with exercise obviously you also have the bonus of the release of endorphins and Mm -hmm. the feel-good hormones um so there's a, a direct connection between feeling well and taking part in something that you enjoy Mm. yeah no I mean I I love what you've mentioned in terms of it almost sums it up you know the me time and also you're right that connection then we have in those moments you know because we know by connecting with our own selves there is a connection to Allah because obviously he's our creator I think it's so definite you know um that important I think make that link and um and if anything in that sense can become a spiritual exercise can't it because it depends on your intention um and 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 then what we're gaining from it so no definitely I you know I uh, you know completely agree with with how you've kind of described that um Dr Walid what would you like to to add to that in terms of um, I think uh, yes, yeah. covered most of that I will say that you know sometimes for example if I asked you Imrana Mm-hmm. Drop everything, drive down to Newcastle. Can you pick up this item? Yes. Better you're thinking, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I am. It's a long journey. I have mm-hmm. to drop everything. Uh, how am I going to keep awake? Why will it, it's going to kill half my time? Can I do mm-hmm. all of that? Okay. You know, this overwhelming, uh, daunting mm-hmm. task ahead of you. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Now, if I said to you, uh, well, let's say one of your friends said to you and uh, said to you, Imran, you know what? There's five of us going down to Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll drop off here, there on the way and pick something up and come back. We'll have a laugh, catch up, do this, do that. Okay. Yes. Same job. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. do you see how one sounds much more appealing mm-hmm. than the other on your own? So doing it in a crowd, um, doing reading or, or, or whatever activity you're doing, mm-hmm. it becomes less daunting. You motivate each other, you inspire each other. Um, of course, the people will be of similar mind and uh, often they'll be your friends or people you know or friends you haven't met yet. Mm-hmm. You can blend in the crowd so you don't feel like you're like a, a deer in a, a headlight. Yeah. Um, you've got greater security. You know, this applies to women especially. Mm-hmm. But don't underestimate how many men feel insecure about doing anything in front of others Mm. okay so and of course the whole job feels less demanding because you are distracted from the actual exertion of whatever you're doing Mm -hmm. you end up doing it quicker faster and the memory of it is based on you know what kind of a laugh you had that day Mm. and of course as as you do it as a group you feel you share in the success of everyone Mm. Um, so you never feel isolated. You don't feel lonely. You don't feel that like the job is too much, too uh, overwhelming to begin with. You just join in, and it kind of moves you along uh, and moves the others along. So mm. yes. that's the group work. In terms of what's the benefit of being physically fit and healthy? You know, there's Yasmin mentioned all of the health side. You know, the uh, the organic health. Being, mm. uh, because um, you know, our community is prone to heart disease, mm. obesity, diabetes, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're going to lose weight, you're going to be tired, you're going to sleep better. Mm. Just the act of deciding you're going to be healthier, fitter means you're going to think twice about what you eat and how often you eat it. Mm. Um, as you uh, get fitter and you see results, you, you get more confident. And your know, confidence shows in every, even your appearance, you will look different. Mm-hmm. Things you do, decision making, mm-hmm. how you set yourself up. If you're confident, it's different to how, uh, if you are concerned about any aspect of your, you know, whether your physical, mm-hmm. mental well being. Yeah. Um, and of course, with the me time, it's a huge, huge me time. Mm. You know, life is very demanding these days, whether you are at home raising children, looking after your family or you're at work, running, 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 always chasing your tail. It's so nice just to drop everything mm. and just for one hour, whether you're with your friends or even if you're alone, some people choose to do things alone. You, know, you just put your headphones on and you just lose yourself. Mm. in your thoughts or in your look at, you know, sometimes in the summer. It's, it's um, very underrated, the beauty of the country outside as you look out. And Luton, we have so much, we just don't mm. see it because we're looking, but we're not looking. So sometimes the me time, especially mm. for the women, I think, and I don't want to mansplay here anything, but yeah, <laughs> there, is, there is so much. And um, even for... Somebody like me, I'm always on the rush. Mm. And just to give up one and a half hours where I'm just relaxed, there's nothing else. I know that I can get on with mm. a ride, a bike ride, a mountain bike ride, or a run. Or sometimes just watching the lads, you know, see them develop from how they were three years ago to now. Some of them are doing marathons. And, you know, it, mm. it gives me much, much pleasure just to see everybody grow yeah so um yeah yeah it's what I guess you've you've kind of both summed up that that sense of um, accomplishment I guess is one aspect but then yeah like you like you're saying just reflecting um in each other you know everyone else's achievements and and that kind of sense of um I guess there's a sense of belonging, isn't it? And and you're definitely right. We are so lucky in terms of Luton and the access that we have 
um, in terms of, you know, literally places on our doorstep and such lovely places, you know, whether it is walking around or, or whatever activity it might be. Um, so, no, that's that's so wonderful to hear. And um, I love the analogy that you used, actually, because I was thinking, yeah, I'm ready to book my ticket to Newcastle if it's with friends. <laughs> you know, so I totally get what you're saying in terms of, you know, of course, you know, doing things individually has its own benefits. But of course, you know, as a group, that motivation is, you know, is is amazing and definitely, you know, it definitely works for me anyway. Um, so we are approaching um, the end of the first half. So I am talking today to Dr. Walid Manan and Dr. Yasmin Begum. And we've been talking about the fitness group um, Revolution, who are doing amazing, amazing stuff Um in Luton and beyond, they've been part of marathons and love Luton. Um, they've got more initiatives that they're hoping to start as well. So there's lots to get to talk about. Um, but in the meantime, you can um, maybe grab yourselves a cup of tea and, oh, I shouldn't say biscuits because I'll probably get told off by my <laughs> guests for kind of, you know, you indulging, in, <laughs> indulging in sugar. So let's leave the biscuits out for now, but definitely maybe get some some herbal tea. How about that? Um, and you can join us back in a few moments. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum, this is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to the Book Club Show on Inspire 105.1 FM. My name is Imrana Mahmood and on today's show I am joined by Dr. Walid Manan and Dr. Yasmin Begum and we've been talking about the fitness group um, Revolution which they have um, a big, big um, part, you know, played a big part in setting up and keeping it going and inspiring lots and lots of people um, in Luton to really get active um, and um, yeah, do it as a group and just inspire each other. And in the first half, we were talking um, about some of the benefits of obviously um, exercise and being active, as well as any activity really that is good for our well-being. That can really um, be, I guess, a means of meeting other people, being sociable, but also at the same time having your own me time and what's good for you and your own um, kind of health as well. So we were touching a little bit upon that. Um, we talked to um, both uh, Dr. Well and Dr. Yasmin about some of their favourite books when they were growing up, but now I'm going to ask them, um, coming a bit more into the present time. Um, so I'm going to go to Dr. Um, Yasmin first and ask her in terms of reading, um, what is the most recent book that you've read? That's going to be the first part of the question. And the second part is to ask you what your next book is on your to-be-read pile. So I'm going to hand over to you. Um, well, the most recent book um, I've read, um, like we've said before, it's, it's hard to make time to read mm -hmm. um, in this day and age. And I haven't, although um, I really love reading, I haven't really made time for reading since the uni days. Mm. Um but the, the most recent book I've read um, would be um, Timeless Seeds of Advice by, mm. um, it's a E.B. Abdullah for the author, but I don't know what the initials mm. stand for. Um, um, it's, it's quite a well-known book mm. um, and it's, it's not really a story. Um, it's more of um, a collection of um, short little reminders um, and they're really beautifully written and they reference the Quran and the Hadith or books of scholars. Mm -hmm. um, and um, it's really what the title suggests they're um, seeds of advice or mm -hmm. uplifting messages um, and um, the book was designed it says um, as a source of hope and strength for people going through difficult times mm -hmm. um, and what's really good about it is you can just read one page and be done with it for the day yeah. Um, yeah. because each page is one message mm -hmm. um, and um I, I find it myself very uplifting because mm -hmm. it's, it is sourced from Hadith and Quran. Mm -hmm. And um, also, it's actually a very good um, gift to give mm -hmm. to a friend that you may know is going through a hard time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that sounds really lovely. And I think it definitely sounds like one of those books you can yeah have as a companion, isn't it? Because if any books that you can dip in and out of and you can, um, yeah, obviously take a lot of, um, I guess, benefit from definitely. So that's, no, that sounds amazing. Could you just repeat? I didn't catch the title. Could you just repeat the title of the book? Um, it was uh, Timeless Seeds of Advice. Ah, oh, Timeless Seeds of Advice. All right, Masha. No, no, that sounds amazing. Um, and how about a book that you've got at the moment on your to-be-read pile? Um, well, I, I got given a book 
as a gift maybe about 15 years ago All right. called um, The Alchemist by ah, Paolo Coelho. Yes. And so many people have recommended it. Ah. I just haven't opened it up to... In 15 years? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's definitely... We need to put you in the Guinness Book of well, Records, I'm sure, because, you know, I know people struggle to read. I mean, I run a book club, but 15 years, no, it's fine. <laughs> I understand, I understand. And it's a but, small book as well, it's not a big book. <laughs> I know, we were, actually, um, we did read The Alchemist um, as part of book club. And interestingly enough, yeah, it was one of those books where it came really highly recommended from people that I'd um, spoken to and met. But actually, our book club had mixed mixed feelings about it, which I thought was really, really interesting. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. Obviously, it's a very, quite well-known book. And um, hopefully this will give you an incentive to, to start reading. <laughs> I will have you back on the show uh, in a couple of months. And hopefully you are. No, there's no pressure. <laughs> but no, no, that's great. The Alchemist. No, I, I, I love that. Thank you so much. Um, Dr. Wallet, how about you? If I come to you, so a book that you've recently read and um, a book that's on your to-be-read. So the only reading I tend to do now is when I'm on uh, on holiday, so mm. abroad. Mm -hmm. uh, so because I know that time I'm switched off from yes. work and any other things. Of course, the last time I was on holiday was about well, 2019. So, oh, okay. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, it's yes. been a while. Been a while. Fair enough. Um, so I think it's a little bit low caliber from uh, Yasmin's book. So. <laughs> She just set me up there. Uh, the Rift Wars. <laughs> Have you heard of The Rift Wars by uh, Raymond E. Feist? No, I haven't, no. So again, it goes back to the wizardry world and fantasy mm. and prophecy and all of that and uh, world setting. So um, I think there's uh, two separate sets of trilogies, but that's mm. uh, my last book. And just prior to that, have you heard of Robin Hobbs and the Live Ship Traders trilogy? No, I'm afraid I haven't. Is that Again, so... Yeah, yeah. Is it so, kind of the fantasy genre? Because yeah, I mean, I I want to kind of get into that, but at the moment, I haven't really read that much of. No, no, I think. Uh huh. I think these are all just fantasy based. Yeah, um, fair enough. Mm. Um, but as, as a grown up, moving yes. and those are the ones I've read because they're quite famous and recommended. But yes, uh, in my middle years, I think I would have read uh, Neil Stevenson books. Mm. Um, you know the um, Snow Crash and. Uh, the Ladies Illustrated um, Primer. Have you heard of those books? Diamond Age. Have you heard of Diamond Age? No, I haven't. Okay. But those are... You're, you're now showing me up on my own show. I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. a, I run a book club show and I don't know so many books. So I feel, I feel okay. terrible. I will, up, I will look into it. Look up Neil Stevenson because the Diamond Age is one of my favourite books. Diamond Age and Snow Crash. So they are hmm. the sci-fi um and really oh, techie yeah. based about virtual worlds and mm. uh, leading a double life so this is well ahead of its time imagine what we have now with the yeah. metaverse yes well yeah. the snow crash is about um ha having two existence so having a, a life in the virtual world where you mm. can actually work and run shops and everything because as soon as you're hooked in you're mm. there yeah. and your avatar and your character has attributes that it can grow and earn so you're less inclined to mess around with it and you look mm. after it as you would your own life. Mm. Because should it fail, you have to start all over again and it's mm. like you haven't got the time because it almost runs real time. Right. Side yeah. by side with the world. But it's very techy. It's very um, grown up as well. Yeah. Um, but for sure, he's one of my favourite authors. Yeah, no, that sounds actually really cool because I think you're right. Any books that are, have kind of, I don't, maybe age well isn't the right term, but as in, you know, that they were able to um, talk about things which we can almost see happening now, you know, in, in real time. I think, you know, that those books are always really interesting to read. But what I would really, really like to hear from both of you, though, is... Um, Obviously, we, we've got Revolution, you've got, like, I think you mentioned, you know, maybe 600 plus, you know, members now, and you're doing amazing things. And what I would really like to know, though, is how has that, I guess, the group been received in terms of, like, wider, like, in a wider context, like, almost maybe beyond Luton? And what have been mm -hmm. some of those kind of um maybe barriers and successes, like if you were able to sum up, um, you know, the, the journey and, and how it is, I guess, at the moment. Um, that's to Yasmin, if I, if I come to you first for that one. Um, well, it's, it's been quite an overwhelming journey, really. Mm. Um, and it's um, amazing that it's actually continuing to grow. 
Mm. Um, like I said, it, it kind of happened overnight mm. and we got all these members um, and we kept finding things to get involved with. Mm -hmm. We're coming to a point now where we say, hold on a minute, let's slow down, mm -hmm. let's try to fit everything in. Um, and there's um, quite a few things that are put into the pipeline, um, but we just need to get around to doing them mm -hmm. um, because it is all run by volunteers yeah. um, and we don't really have um, funding. Mm -hmm. um, so to get all of these things done, um, it has to be thought through. Um, but we have some exciting things, inshallah, coming up next year mm -hmm. um the success i would say for me um is being able to get women out mm. getting them out and um the bigger success is when you see them come out and open their eyes mm. um and see what they can achieve and actually achieve it mm -hmm. um and then you know the expression that they have when they um come out made that effort um didn't know what to expect they were nervous and then they've come out and they've done a five kilometer walk or a run mm -hmm. um that sense of achievement that they feel mm -hmm. um you can see the expression on their face and you feel so happy for them yeah. so i would say that is one of the biggest successes getting the women out um the women especially the ones that don't have much access or knowledge about sports and exercise the ones that live far away from sports centers or mm -hmm. a green space um, mm -hmm. when they come out and um, they get involved they're just so happy with themselves that they've done something mm -hmm. um, so for me that's that is one of the biggest successes mm -hmm. um, from the barriers um, point of view I would say um, it's hard to push people um, especially um, people in our community um, and um, pushing them in this time of the year is a little bit harder. Um, so we'll have some weeks um, where things quieten down um, because it's been raining a lot mm. or because, um, you know, there's bugs going around, everyone's done well. Mm. Um, so, But there are still some hardcore people that do go out and run in the rain um, and share their selfies. Um, so it's just motivating people, keeping the messages going, um, that's one of the things that um, takes a bit of energy from those mm -hmm. of us who are volunteering our time mm -hmm. um, and getting the people to change that mindset that, yes, you can go out for a walk mm -hmm. or a run in the rain. You can do it. Yeah. You know, you're not going to get ill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just water, I guess. But I have to say, I probably am one of them. I do definitely need an extra kick when, when the weather's not nice. So I'm glad that you've mentioned that. I, I, I <laughs> I will do better myself. Okay, I'll remember it's, <laughs> I probably should have told you that, but I, I've said it now. But um, no, and I think you know, I definitely, I, I definitely feel that. And you know, um, I've done different, I guess, community, um, you know, initiatives in, in the past as well. And yeah, it's true. It's sometimes that motivation, um, but that's what's so wonderful. The more you grow, and the more you um, kind of. I know the, the word empower can be a bit problematic, but I think in this sense, it's it's the right word because really yeah. it is about women leading for themselves and getting other women involved. And, you know, and and, and again, it's the access to green space. You know, so for example, sometimes you meet at, you know, Wardown Park and it's, you know, it's great. We literally have it on our doorstep that you can, yeah. you know, for obviously I, I know sometimes travel can be an issue for some people, but again, you, but if people can't make Wardown, sometimes you'll do Lucy Park or whatever. So it's great. Mm -hmm. It really is across the town and anybody who, who obviously wants to join, there will be something, you know, I guess in their locality that there'll be a group of women who will be doing something and, and they can mm. kind of just come along, yeah. which I think is, you know, which is brilliant. Um, um, another thing yeah. I would say um, mm -hmm. that's been great to watch um, is what you've mentioned is that sense of community and belonging that women feel. Mm. Um, because most of us women, um, we have a lot of hats that we wear. We're very busy. Mm. Um, we have lots of roles, mums, housekeeping, careers, you know, fulfilling family obligations. Um, we don't make that time for ourselves. And yeah. and then when we do, um, usually it's something we do on our own. It's very solo and isolated. And what Revolution Women has done is, is filled this gap that we all feel um, where we can feel like we're part of a team and we have that camaraderie and the encouragement from other members and feel like we're part of something bigger. 
Mm. So it's, it's been a very, it's a really positive experience for everyone involved. And I think it's a, a really vital thing that we need to help our community to thrive. Mm. Um, and, and it's helped us to achieve so many things together, alhamdulillah. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I'm part of the the WhatsApp group, and I, I mean, I think I do part of my exercise just watching other people because I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting so excited for them because, yeah. like you said, they're sharing, they're sharing <laughs> selfies or they're sharing photos of their Fitbits, you know, or, or whichever kind of watch they have. Obviously, not you know, just plugging one particular brand, but so whatever it is, but it's so nice to see that achievement. I'm like, yes, you know, like go girl. Yeah. <laughs> so I definitely have that sense, which is so nice. Um, but Dr. Mm-hmm. Wilder, how about yourself? You know, do, do you have anything to share, I guess, from, you know, obviously we're talking here with Dr. Yasmin about mm-hmm. revolution women, but I guess, you know, from, from the other side. And, and so, so I'm going to step back a bit where they, both the men and the women come under one umbrella. Mm-hmm. Okay, to give you some insight. So, I mean, make no mistake, it's been hard work. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's been so much hard work. You more or less have two jobs on the go. I have my day job and I have this job, which fills in every mm-hmm. other nook and cranny. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, with any community voluntary work, you uh, need very thick skin mm-hmm. um, because you have to let a lot of things slide. You have to overlook a lot of things because when we first started, everyone's asking, what is this all about? You know, what what is the point of this? Or maybe knocking it back and you're mm. encouraging this guy, you're encouraging this guy, you're pushing this way, you're getting knocked back from here, you give mm. him some breathing space, you go back to him. So it's been, you know, you need a lot of patience. And of course, one of the things, uh, one of the reasons why this has worked so well is because we've had so many volunteers who all believe in the same cause and they're committed to the mm. cause, giving up their time, uh, helping and filling in where they're needed and maintaining activities of their own. Mm. So, um, you know, you can't forget that the community did allow us the space to make a case mm-hmm. because it could have been just as easy to say, oh, you lot, you're troublemakers, stop annoying us. No, no, they actually, you know, their ears perked up, they opened their eyes and they gave us the time and the space to, you know, make a fair judgment to see whether there's something that's good for the community, regardless of whether they're engaging in it or not, because mm-hmm. that always comes up because you protect your own, don't you? So... Part of the challenge has been navigating this really delicate path between all the religious, cultural and social sensitivities, especially where the women mm. uh, revolution comes into mind. Remember, it takes years to build up a reputation. Yeah. All of that can go with one false move. Mm. So a lot of the time, it does feel like I'm walking on eggshells mm. because I don't want to make the wrong move. It's a case of weighing things up and risk management. Yes. Um, in terms of running, you know, managing these large groups can be difficult because as soon as you're leading people to something, mm-hmm. you're going to have to take responsibility. So you have to work out logistics uh, of how you move this amount of people back and forth, the health and safety aspects. Um, you have, your activities have to cater for the different age groups, okay, um, whether it's men, women, young children or uh, young uh, families with young children or, you know, the late 50s where the knees are gone, the hips are gone, the mind is gone. Mm. There's an excuse for every occasion. And these are the constant battlegrounds you have in trying to talk people around. The beauty of revolution is there's no commitment. There's no obligation. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Mm. Okay, Just join the group and what? Now, you two have talked about seeing these pictures, selfies, you know, this refers to the idiom that revolution uses that monkey see, monkey do. If you keep looking, mm. keep seeing people doing stuff, there will be some kind of uh, thinking behind your subconscious, thinking, you know what, maybe I'll join in. And it could be a hook where you see one of your friends doing something. Mm. It could be somebody doing something stupid. It could be somebody's taking pictures of a, a fantastically sunny day with lush green leaves and flowers and they're biking and you think, oh, you know what? I'm stuck in the four walls. I could do with some of that. Mm. Or it could be an old friend you recognize. Or it could be you can identify with somebody who's going through a journey with similar bills, similar problems. So, you know, this is the this is the no pressure, don't worry. You're not signing to a club. There's no money involved. There's absolutely nothing. Mm. There's we are so many fence sitters mm. and you just keep at it, you keep at it. And you know what? Two years later they're coming. Yeah. So in time it'll come. And of course the optics 
of this revolution. You know, what Yasmin said, it's so nice. When you go out, say the men go out mm. and then they see the women running and they've got their branded tops. You just instantly feel like you belong. Mm. Or for the women to feel more secure knowing that there's some brothers out there mm. running round, round and round like headless chickens <laughs> through park run. Okay? But yeah. just seeing them, it's like, you know, when you go on holiday, mm. foreign land, you don't know where you are, but you bump into some English. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't matter that they log allowed. Yeah, yeah. That you can relate to them. <laughs> you just feel a little That's bit true. secure. That's true. So true. in that sense, when you go to the park and you see the others, you know there's a common fight, there's a community cause, everybody is in it together. Mm. So that really, really helps. Mm. And the way revolution works is we put um, these campaigns throughout the year. Mm -hmm. So let's call them temples, okay? Mm -hmm. Love Luton or Marathon or London Brighton bike ride or whatever. Mm -hmm. And these things become the aspirational targets that people sign up to. Okay. Mm -hmm. But of course, when you sign up to those things, the daily grind comes into it. And that's where we have the daily activities. Mm -hmm. So for the men, you have uh, three weekly runs. We have at least one weekly bike ride. Um, and then during the summer months, we have the tennis alternate weeks. And the hiking has begun um, recently. These things uh, you're drawn into because you've signed up to something more aspirational. Mm. And of course, we don't really care whether you do the, well, of course we care, but I mean, it's not important that you do the main event. Mm. But in the process of trying to do the main event, you've done the real hard work, which is the journey itself. Mm. And of course, with that journey, when you start thinking differently, you start behaving differently, you start making lifestyle changes. Mm. And it's the lifestyle changes that stick. Diets do not work. New Year's resolutions do not work. Mm. Okay, All of these things are making me feel happy inside because I'm trying to do something. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe in any of those fads. <clears throat> so I try and make things real and starting immediately. Mm. However small, it doesn't matter. Let it be one step outside your door it doesn't matter yeah. as long as you start you've begun your journey yeah that's procrastinating over tomorrow the day after the day after, it never comes mm. so i find it's like smokers who say they want to give up now you know in my day job smoking cessation is a big one i uh, have to talk about a lot and i found that people who talk about giving up have no intention of giving up mm. it is something they say because they feel they ought to be addressing it mm. But underneath, they don't want to give up. And I said to them, if you don't want to give up, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But don't pretend to say you're going to do this, do that. Because whenever you find out somebody has stopped, mm -hmm. it's because something has happened in their life to mm -hmm. trigger them to really, yeah. really decide they want to stop. Mm -hmm. And then they stop. Even if it's 20 a day, 30 a day, you'll find that when they decide they're going to stop, they stop. So going back to fitness, you know, <laughs> setting yourself, it's like these diets. Mm. Diet cannot last forever, so you go back to where you started. But if you make the lifestyle changes and let it, you know, let yourself change slowly over time, mm. it'll stick because you've made changes that are there permanently. No yeah. point mm. starving yourself for one month and losing three yeah, stones because then you're going to start eating again. Yes, exactly. And I think it is, it's just about having, you know, the, the right type of intention, I guess. And, mm. and, and the other thing, you know, I'm, I'm kind of taking from what you've said is, you know, it's almost about those, yeah, the small steps and the incremental change. It's not something that is suddenly going to, you know, happen overnight. And, and I've no, seen the more, no. I guess, activities that people kind of join in and participate, the more they'll see. And, you know, and inshallah, it will kind of build on that. And um, and I guess just to kind of wrap, um, kind of round up um, the, the show because we're, we're approaching the end. Um, Dr. Mm. Yasmin, is there anything um, that is kind of now in, in the pipeline? And if, you know, for our listeners, what might be... Um, the best way to if, if someone's now listening to the show thinking oh yeah I really want to get involved you know what, what's the best way to kind of get in touch okay um so in the pipeline um we've got a few things coming up where um enrolling ladies to come and join next year's London Marathon mm. um we've been talking to mustards about having um exercise classes for women um activities without music um for example um tai chi or pilates or just lessons on how to do stretching um how to do strength training um inside a masjid a free space local to people's homes that women can access 
um, easily because, you know, some of our ladies have struggled to get places because they don't drive. Mm. Um, so we've got the Masjid Initiative, um, inshallah, starting. And then um, what you're involved with, Imrana, is um, our group cycling. Mm. Uh, you, you're the lead for that. So inshallah, that should be taking off as well. Inshallah, yes, yes, it will be. And yeah, I'm just going to um, do a shout out to, to Fridos as well. So, you know, she, she's, I'm mostly will be following her. But yeah, we're, you know, definitely looking forward to, to getting that. And as soon as um, the weather gets a little bit warm, even though I know we spoke about earlier, it's okay to do exercise if you're really cold. So I know that, I know that. Yeah. Well, we do have um, our first group ride coming up, even in this weather. Yes, exactly. We? Um, and um, to join us, um, for Revolution, we have a Fitness Revolution Facebook group. Um, so you just need to search Fitness Revolution and you should find that. Um, and there's an email, um, revolutionluton at hotmail.com. Um, so either of those ways, you can contact us um, and hopefully join our WhatsApp group. Fantastic. And, and is that the same, Dr. Valid, um, with you as well? Obviously, the, I assume the Facebook, uh, Facebook group is, is the same? Or is there any other um, way that people get in touch? No, I think uh, that's the main two ways we're advising people who aren't associated with somebody who's maybe is in the group already. I mean, for the men, mm. uh, anybody who wants to join or is recommended, they just uh, message me or message through one of the members and I add them and I go through all of the uh, aims and objectives. For the women, obviously, there's a, yeah. a privacy issue. So we yeah, uh, often um, will ask, send them links. Mm. But we're, we're reworking this whole structure to find another, a better way to do it. Sure. But for now, the Facebook or the email is a, a good challenge. Fantastic. That's great. Thank you. Thank you so much for um, your time today and for the show, for sharing, obviously, everything, um, the whole journey um, behind, obviously, Revolution and, obviously, everything that's um, still to look forward to. Um, and also for sharing all your kind of book um, bookish um, interests as well. Um, so that was um, Dr. Walid Manan and Dr. Yasmin Begum. We were talking about the Revolution Fitness Group. I myself, though, will be back um, next week, inshallah, with um, a new book and a different guest, inshallah. And I look forward to seeing you then. In the meantime, please keep us in your du'as. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org? And follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.